What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 45 of the Daughter and Pops podcast. Today, I will be going over the NBA restart, which starts tomorrow, December 22nd. I am so excited for the NBA restart. Number one, because, I mean, who doesn't like having the NBA to watch, like, every day? (laughs) Um, So, for opening night, we have the Golden State Warriors versus the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, which is going to be on TNT. And then we have the Los Angeles Clippers versus the Los Angeles Lakers. So overall, a very good day of opening night games. Um, Props to the NBA for being able to make this work and happen with this COVID situation and everything. Um, I know that it's been really, really tough, and especially with the beat going and, like, turning around so quickly. And for the Lakers, that's tough. They only have like 80 days of rest, while other teams had just about a full year of rest. Um, So, again, I'm super stoked for this to get started today. Um, So let's just get right to it. Uh, But before I get there, I did want to say a happy, uh, Merry Christmas early because um, uh, it's, what is it, four days until Christmas? Uh, so I know me and my family were super excited about it. Christmas for me is my favorite holiday, and so I always go out all out for it. I already got my sisters and my whole family their presents. Um, so I'm really excited for that to come as well as the year of 2021. Um, so yeah, so let's get to it now because I, yeah, let's just get to it. So first off, I am going to start with reviewing the teams and what I think. But I'm also going to go in the way that I have my standings. So you always see how like the NBA has their power rankings, the projections of who's going to be the MVP, top team, all that stuff. So I have my own personal standings, and this is the way I'm going to do it. So for my number one spot, I have the Los Angeles Lakers. Um So for the Lakers, I feel like they're going to go back-to-back champs. I think that they really just got better over this time period with all the free agency. Um, I really like their team this year. I feel like LeBron and Anthony Davis are really close with each other. And in the preseason, um, Kyle Kuzma was looking pretty good, which is one of my favorite players, Kyle Kuzma. Uh, he was looking very good. Uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, man, he was amazing. I'm excited to see what he's going to do in the restart. So overall, I feel like the Lakers are going to go back to back. Not too much more I can say after that. <laughs> um, at the number two spot, this is probably going to shock some of you guys, but I actually have the Philadelphia 76ers coming in number two. Um, so... For the 76ers, if you've listened to some of our previous podcasts with Pops and I, uh, with the trades, free agency, all that stuff, uh, Philly got better as a team. They kept Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid as of right now, and Tobias Harris, which everybody sleeps on. Um, and they added Seth Curry, which is a really good shooter. He probably, I think he has the highest three point shooting percentage in the game. You also add Danny Green, who played, uh, pretty well for the Los Angeles Lakers last year and Dwight Howard, which Dwight Howard, I feel like fits in with Philly perfectly. Um, so in my opinion, I think that Philadelphia is underrated. I feel like they're going to do very, I think that they're going to do very well this year. Um, and I think that Philly's a team that 
people kind of almost forget about. And um, I just think that they're... I think they're going to do a really good job this year, especially after how early they went out this previous year. At the number three spot, I have the Milwaukee Bucks. So I think that... I don't see them doing as well as people are saying. People are saying they're going to go to the finals. They're going to win because uh, you have, like, who was it? It was Drew Holiday and um, Giannis and, like, I don't know. I just, I'm not sure it's going to work out as well as everybody is saying it is. I still think that they're going to make it pretty far because they are a very good team. Um, but I have them coming in at the number three spot. Number four, I have the Dallas Mavericks. So that's probably going to shock you guys too. But I think that the Mavs, they're, I think they're going to go far this year. I'm not personally a fan of the Mavericks. Um, but I think that with Krista Porzingis and Luka Doncic, which right now, if you haven't seen it on ESPN already... Uh, a lot of people are saying that Luka is going to be the MVP this year. So that's really high to say for a guy who's in his, like, third year and he's only, like, 21 or 22 years old. He's so young. Um, but it's really crazy for me to hear that. And I kind of tend to lean towards that side of him getting MVP as well. Um, I think that the Dallas Mavericks, they're young. I feel like they're going to make it through the third or fourth round of the playoffs. I think that they're going to go pretty far this year. So we'll see how they end up doing. Number five, I am going to shock like the entire world with saying this. Nobody, okay, before I say it, comment down below in the comments what you think I'm going to say right now because, like, you guys are going to be surprised. I At number five, I have the Atlanta Hawks coming in. I feel like they're going to be the most shocking team this year. And I know that the one of these last years, Pop said how, like, the Tornado, Rapid, Tornado Rappers, here you go, they're going to be the most shocking team uh, coming out without Kawhi, and look what they did. So I think that... I think that the uh, Atlanta Hawks are going to do very, very well this year. With them adding Bogdan Vodanovich, he is an outstanding player. And I think that him and Trey Young will, are going to work extremely well with each other. Because, um, I mean, how could they not? Trey Young is a very, very strong player. Uh, He's very strong, and so is Bogdan Bogdanovich. You also have Rajon Rondo for more point guard experience, and um, Onyeka Okongwu, their new um, their new rookie. So I just, I just, I don't know. I have a feeling they're gonna do really well this year. And somebody that I didn't even mention from the Atlanta Hawks. You still have Clint Capella returning from last year, and you add Daniela Gallinari. You have John Collins. Um, so overall, I feel like they're going to be pretty strong this year. At the number six spot, uh, I have the Boston Celtics coming in number six. So I feel like Boston, um, I love their coach, Brad Stevens. Uh, I've always been a fan of his. And I think that with the Boston Celtics, with their, they pretty much have their whole team return, uh, returning. Uh, so because of that, I feel like their chemistry is going to be very well. And um, I'm expecting a lot out of them. 
Most of you are probably going to say, oh my gosh, you haven't said the Los Angeles Clippers yet. Yes, I know. Oh my gosh, you haven't said the Brooklyn Nets yet. I'm like, I know. <laughs> um, so at the number seven spot, here you guys go. It's the Brooklyn Nets. So um, you've heard it all along. I am not a fan of the Brooklyn Nets this year. With Katie, Kyrie, Steve Nash, um, I respect every single one of them. But I just don't think on the chemistry side it's going to work out. Steve Nash, I think he's going to be a great coach. But with Katie and Kyrie, it seems like almost everywhere they go, there ends up being chemistry problems. So I don't know. I don't think that they're going to do very well. And then for the Brooklyn Nets, you also have Karis LeVert. Like on what he did last year, he was so amazing for them. And now he's not going to be able to do that this year because you have two stars. And you also have Spencer Dinwiddie, who was the starting point guard. Um, Jarrett Allen. I mean, you have all these guys who are just uh, Joe Harris. Um, they're just kind of, I don't want to say they're going to go to nothing, but, like, they're going to be hidden in the background. Um, so we'll see how that ends up working out. But I don't think it's going to go too well. At the number eight spot, I have the Golden State Warriors coming in. Everybody thinks that because Clay Thompson uh, tore his, I'm pretty sure it was ACL or Achilles again, which prays up for him. That is horrible to hear. I hate hearing that type of news for any player. Um, but I think that Golden State, they're still going to do very well this year. They have their rookies, James Wiseman. James Wiseman came in number two. I, I'm not a fan of his. I don't think he's going to do very well. But the fact that they even got to the number two pick um, is crazy. You also have Nico Mannion coming out of Arizona. He's a strong shooter. And I think that Steph, I think Steph's really strong. And I just think he's the number one point guard in the league right now. So um, I just can't help to imagine how well they're going to do. Um, at the number nine spot, I have the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, Clippers, the Los Angeles Clippers. So for the Clippers, I am not a fan of them this year either. I think that they're going to do exactly what happened last year. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George don't work out together. Their chemistry is not good. I feel like it's almost like another KD Kyrie situation with the Brooklyn Nets. Um, I think that for the Clippers, I think they're going to get go out in the third round, second or third round of the playoffs. I just I think they also got worse over this time period. They didn't make too many changes to their team. I mean, like, I don't know. I just don't see them. I just don't see them being super successful this year, uh, which hurts to say that because I've I've kind of been a Clippers fan because they're in L.A. Um, but I think that I'm kind of I'm disappointed in the Clippers, and I think I'm going to be disappointed in them this year as well. At the number 10 spot, I have the Portland Trailblazers. I personally believe that the Portland Trailblazers are the most underrated team in the game, right? Because you have Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, Joseph Nurkic, uh, who's the other one? Carmelo Anthony, and another uh, kid who's like up and coming, Amfried Simons. He's done very well for them the past year, two years. Um... I think that Portland, again, they didn't make too many changes to their team. Their, I feel like their chemistry is going to be really strong, and I think that that Dame Dalla time is coming back up again. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to watch the Trailblazers this year. I feel like they're definitely underrated. 
At number 11, I have the Phoenix Suns. Most of you are going to be like, oh, you're only saying that because, yeah, you know, you're in Arizona. I'm like, uh, no. Phoenix Suns are very strong this year. Devin Booker, my favorite player, but he is, he's amazing. I mean, how could he not be? He's incredible. And then you also have the new addition of Chris Paul. I feel like Chris Paul's definitely going to help him out this year. And you have my mom's favorite player on there, Javon Carter from West Virginia. We love his defense. And personally, I don't think you find too many defensive players in the NBA game. Um, and so in that case, I'm also a fan of the coach, Monty Williams. Um, and so I believe that they're going to, I think that they're going to accomplish a lot this year. And I think that they've earned their respect after going 8-0 and in the bubble. And um, they, definitely, they definitely need that. So I, and you have Aton. I think Aton's going to step up this year. I feel like he's going to do very good. So we'll see how they end up doing, but I'm a fan of theirs this year. At the number 12 spot, I have the Toronto Raptors, or as I call them, the Tornado Rappers. <laughs> uh, so I know that the Rappers, they're going to be, I didn't, Oh, where's the spot? I'm pretty sure they're going to be uh, in Florida because they have to be in the USA country, not in Canada. Um, and so I I still think that they're going to do a good job, but I think that it's going to be kind of tough for them to do what they usually do in an arena that's not even their home arena. Um and so, in that case, I think that it's going to be a little bit tough for them. Uh, so, yeah. And I also know Pops brought up a good, a very good point to me. Uh, for the Toronto, for the Tornado Rappers, they drafted Fred Van Vliet late um, in when he was drafted, and look at where he's at now. There was another player, uh, Pascal Sykem. They drafted him late. Look where he's at now. Pop said that the next person of that is going to be Malachi Flynn, their new rookie. They drafted him late. What is he going to do? So we'll we'll see about that, but I don't know. Maybe he'll come out and shock some people just like Fred Van Vliet did. At number 13, I have the Indiana Packers. Well, really the Indiana Pacers, but I like to call them the Packers. So for the Packers, Pacers, I think that... They have most of their team returning. I feel like they have very underrated pieces. And in that case, since they have underrated pieces, I think that they're going to do very well. You have uh, Donda Sabonis, which he didn't get to play much of last year, uh, but I think he's going to do big things. You have Miles Turner, who he was very good, and TJ Warren, he showed up late of last year. Uh, you also have the Holiday Brothers, Justin and Aaron, and Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, and that doesn't even mention, like, TJ McConnell, Doug McDermott. So I feel like for the for the Pacers, I think they're very underrated. So in that case, I, that is why I have them at, in the number 13 position, which is higher than probably most of you were expecting. Uh, for the number 14 spot, I have the Utah Jazz. I feel like they're going to be, like, average. I feel like they're they're pretty consistent in finishing average, like, right in the dead middle, which in sometimes it, like, kind of sucks for them. 
because like they don't get a good or a bad draft pick spot. You're just like in the middle. Um, but I feel like with Donovan Mitchell, which by the way, for episode 45, that's Donovan Mitchell's number. So there we go. Um, and then you also have Rudy Gorbert returning. Uh, so I feel like the Utah Jazz, I don't know. I don't really know what to expect from them this year, but we'll see. At number 15, I have the returning Miami Heat. Before I actually like talk about the team, I have to say how much I love their jerseys. Their jerseys are really like cool, and with their pink and blue on them, I think that they're super cool. If you haven't seen them already, you definitely need to check them out. They're super awesome. Um, so for the Heat, I know that I don't really think they don't they didn't make too many off season trades or free agency. I know that like Jimmy Butler stayed, Tyler Hero, Gordon Dragic. Uh, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, um, all those guys stayed for Miami. Um, so I think it's going to be kind of tough for them with all the offseason moves all these other teams made with their superstars and everything. Um, but with Miami, he's staying the same. I, they're still going to make the playoffs, in my opinion. But I, I definitely don't think they're going to go to the finals, um, which I think that really shocked everybody. <laughs> so... And that's my take on the Miami Heat. At number 16, I have the Denver Nuggets. I feel like they're going to be decent this year. Uh, you have Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic. I feel like for Jokic, he usually has those bigger games, but I don't know why. I feel like this year, he's not going to be the superstar he usually is. Um, I don't think that... With, like, Giannis and, I mean, you have all these amazing power forwards and centers. I just don't think, like, he's going to, I don't think he's going to show out like he us- he like he has in the past few years. Um, so, in that case, I feel like with him not really, be- he's not going to be able to do that. That definitely plays a big factor in how the Denver Nuggets play. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. I think they're going to end up doing decent. I could see them possibly missing the playoffs, though. Um, so that's kind of shocking. At the number 17 spot, um, I have the Detroit Pistons. They have a lot of new pieces, a lot of, uh, new players, but I think that they could be strong this year. Um, for them, let me pull it up real fast. I know that you have Blake Griffin returning, which he's kind of gone, like, out of nowhere. Um, you also have Jeremy Grant, Killian Hayes, which he did really well. Um, Jaheel Okafor, he came from the New Orleans Pelicans, and he played pretty well. You also have Derek Rose, which he's... I don't know what to say really about him. Um, but Derek Rose, you also have Sadiq Bey, um, so Rodney McGruder, and I can't say this guy's last name, but I call him SM. He's definitely a really good shooter. Um, so I'm interested to see how the Pistons will do, but I feel like they're going to do um, better than what is expected of them. Uh, at the number 18 spot, I have the Sacramento Kings, uh, my mom's favorite team. They always miss the playoffs, but I feel like this year they're going to make the playoffs. I think that De'Aaron Fox and um, 
You also have Marvin Bagley, Harrison Barnes, Bajelica, Buddy Heal, Deshaun Holmes. You have all these guys, and I just can't help to imagine. And their new piece, Hassan Whiteside. I just can't. I just don't see them not making the playoffs. So I feel like that they're going to do pretty well. I feel like they're going to be another shocking team to a couple of people. Um, but I think that they're going to make the playoffs this year. At the number 19 spot, I have the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, for the Grizzlies, I feel like they're going to they're gonna make the playoffs, but I also feel like they're going to go out in the first round. Um, I feel that... With John Moran, I just don't think that I just don't think they're strong enough. Um, they have they have a very they have multiple pieces on their team, but I think that with them being like so young, you only have one guy that's thirty years old, which is Gorgie Dang. Everybody besides that is like mainly under twenty five, um, and so in that case, I just I don't think that. I just don't think that they're good enough to be, like, at the top of this league right now, if you guys get understand what I am saying. Um, at the number 20 position, I have the New Orleans Pelicans. I feel like they're almost in the same situation as the um, Memphis Grizzlies. I think that Zion is going to do what's expected this year. Uh, you have Lonzo Ball, J.J. Redick, Josh Hart, Eric Bledsoe, which is definitely um, a good piece for them, and Brandon Ingram. Uh, I think that they're – I'm not really too sure what to expect of them this year. I don't think that – I think that they're going to barely miss the playoffs. And if they do make it, I don't think they're going to make it past the first round. I think maybe in the next two years – they could be like finals contention, but I think for the, these first two or three years, um, with them adding a whole new team and everything, I think it's going to be really tough for them to be able to make that happen. At the number 21 spot, I have the Washington Wizards. I am not a fan of this year's Washington Wizards. Everybody's talking about them right now because of the new addition of Russell Westbrook. And you also have, like, Bradley Beal with them and David Burton's, Thomas Bryant, uh, Rue Hachiaruma. Don't don't make fun of me for saying that. Um, <laughs> you also have, uh, who was it, Ish Smith. He was impressive last year. The rookie, Cassius Winston from, I believe, Michigan State. And so I feel like that, I don't know, I'm not a fan of them this year. I think they're going to miss the playoffs. I feel like they're a little bit overrated. Um, that's my thoughts there. I don't think that, yeah, I just feel that they're overrated. And, okay, at the number 22 spot, I have the New York Knicks. I feel like for them, they're going to do better than what's expected. Um, I like the Obi Toppin pick that they got. I feel like he... I'm a fan of Obi Toppin. I feel like he's going to be strong. I feel like him and R.J. Barrett will work very well together. Uh, you also have Julius Randle. They added Austin Rivers. You still have, uh, who is it, Dennis Smith Jr. You also have Mitchell Robinson, Alfred Payton, Nerlens Noel. I think that I know I'm talking about 
I'm supposed to be talking about this year. But I feel like next year they're going to be a very strong team. And I feel like this is kind of the year where they have to, like, they're almost, like, testing it out, if that makes sense. Um, but I kind of... I'm I'm kind of I'm interested to see how they're I'm interested to see how that's that team's gonna end up working out. At the number twenty three position, what probably most of you guys were waiting or listening for me to say, the Houston Rockets. So for the Houston Rockets, you obviously have James Harden and the new addition John Wall. So let me speak on this. James Harden, um, how do I say this? Right now, I don't know how you guys, like, are going to take this, but I think that for James Harden, if you kind of look at the interviews, he kind of looks thicker and bigger. Um, And I know that there was talks of him, like, partying and all that. Uh, And so with him and John Wall, I just don't think that's going to work out. Plus, you add in the mix of DeMarcus Cousins. I mean, that's kind of like almost like crybabies right there. Um, (laughs) And so in that case, I I don't see it working out. And, um, yeah, I I don't see the Houston Rockets working out this year. I think that... They kind of, I think that they made a mistake. I think the last couple of years they have made mistakes with that. Um, so in that case, I kind of feel they're letting James Harden do whatever he wants. And I am not a fan of that. So we'll see how they end up doing, but I am not a fan of the Houston Rockets this year. At number 24, I have the Cleveland Cavaliers. I feel like they are very young. They have a couple of pieces. Um... Let me pull them up real fast. So they have they have a couple of young pieces along with Andre Drummond uh, and Kevin Love. You also have uh, Isaac Okoro, which I like Isaac Okoro, and Colin Sexton, Kevin Porter Jr., um, Larry Nance Jr., and you also added JaVale McGee. Uh, so I'm and you also have Darius Garland. So, we'll see how they end up doing. I feel like they're, besides the LeBron era in Cleveland, I think that they're, they've kind of, like, been known for finishing at the bottom. And I can't, I'm not, I think that it'll be another year like that. Well, they'll finish in the 20s. So, at number 25, I have the Orlando Magic. Um, the Orlando Magic, I feel like they're almost a team that people forget about. I also think that they're just about the same team from last year. I like their addition of Cole Anthony. Um, you also have Aaron Gordon and Vucevic, Nikola Vucevic, Terrence Ross, Jonathan Isaac, Markel Fultz, Evan Fournier, um, Mo Bamba. <laughs> Um, so I don't know. I think that they're the same team. I, I don't know. I think they're going to finish at the bottom though. I kind of feel that they're, they're a tough team to rank in my opinion. Cause like they have some of these like higher named, uh, names that you will, you could like remember, but I think that they're just like, they're, I don't think there's a chemistry problem with them. I just don't think that they're like that this good to be. Um, at the top of the league. At number 26, I have the Chicago Bulls. I feel like 
the bowls. How do I speak on the bowls? Um, so I think that with Lori Markin and Zach Levine, um, and you also have Kobe White, Wendell Carter Jr., I kind of feel like they're more on the smaller side. I feel like they're like, I feel like they're a smaller team. They don't have like extremely big players. You have Wendell Carter Jr., who's a center, but yet he's only 6'9", which, keep in mind, that is, it's very tall. But um, with him being a center, it's, like, not tall enough in the NBA, which is crazy to say, because 6'9", is, like, tall. Um, makes me look short. <laughs> um, so I think that they're, I feel like they're kind of like the magic. I think that they, like, they're almost known for finishing at the bottom and them being Michael Jordan's team. That's kind of what I feel the Bulls are known for. Uh, so, in this case, at number 27, I have the Minnesota Timberwolves. I think that they're kind of going to be the same team from last year. Yes, they ha- they got a bunch of rookies, one of them being the number one... Um, <clears throat> excuse me. One of them being the number one pick in Anthony Edwards. I don't see him... Um, how do I say this? I don't see him being like, I don't see him being a superstar. And so in that case, um, I'm not a fan of his. And, but then you also have like Ricky Rubio, D'Angelo Russell, and Carl Anthony Towns. And when you think of those three, it's kind of hard for them to go together. Because you have Ricky Rubio, who seem he's obviously from Spain, International, he seems pretty respectful. He's a respected guard. You Then you have D'Angelo Russell, who's kind of more of a trash talker. Obviously, has, like, ice in his veins is his phrase. Um, more, he has, like, no offense to D'Angelo Russell. He has, like, tattoos and everything. It's almost like a, almost like a good guy, bad guy type of thing. Um, and then you have Carl Anthony Towns. It's almost like that awkward or weird friend group, I feel like. Um, and so in that case, I feel like they're going to finish more towards the bottom this year. At number 28, I have the Oklahoma City Thunder. I feel like they still have some pieces, and they kept Shy Gilgis Alexander, but also they got rid of, like, Chris Paul. But they, in the next couple years, with all of the draft picks they have gotten over all of these trades, oh, my gosh, they're going to be, like, they're going to end up being a pretty good young team. And they're going to get all of those superstars coming out of the draft because, I mean, if you think about it, they added probably like 20 draft picks over this uh, free agency trade time period. So, obviously this year, I don't think that they're going to finish very well. At number 29, I have the Charlotte Hornets. Um, you have like Lamella Ball right there. Lamella Ball, he was he was impressive in the uh, preseason. I was kind of surprised by him. Pops obviously likes him, thinks he might be the rookie of the year. Um, I think that he does need to score the ball more, though, because his passes are incredible. But I feel like for him to be, like, a starting point guard, he does have to score the ball more. You also have, like, Miles Bridges, Cody Zeller. Um, I feel like Cornets are more towards the bottom. They don't really have any, like, big pieces. And in the number 30 position, I have the San Antonio Spurs. I feel like they're kind of, I feel like they're more on the older side. LaMarcus Aldridge is getting older. I feel like 
Um, yeah, I feel like he's getting older. Might be almost time for him to uh, retire soon in the next couple of years from the NBA. Um, so in that case, I just I see them finishing towards the bottom. So that is my standings for the NBA restart. I hope all of you guys enjoyed that. I know I did because I spent a lot of time and effort working on this one. Um, and so comment down below what you guys have as your rankings and your standings because I'm interested to see this. Um, so, yeah. So, obviously, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, tomorrow night we have the Golden State Warriors versus the Brooklyn Nets at 5 o'clock p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And then for at 8 o'clock uh, Mountain Standard Time, we have the Los Angeles Clippers versus the Los Angeles Lakers. Then on Wednesday, which is when just about like all the other teams play, um, we have the first game, the Charlotte Hornets versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. In that game, I will take the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, and by the way, before I get to that, I have to say, in the Golden State Warriors-Brooklyn Nets game, I will take the Golden State Warriors. And in the Los Angeles Clippers-Los Angeles Lakers game, I will take the Los Angeles Lakers for the win. Okay, so like I said, the Hornets-Cavaliers, I'll take the Cavaliers. For the New York Knicks versus the Indiana Packers, as I call them, I'll take the Indiana Packers. For Miami Heat versus the Orlando Magic, I will take the Miami Heat. The Washington Wizards versus the Philadelphia 76ers, I'll take the Philadelphia 76ers by double digits. Count that right there. For the Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics, I'm actually going to take the Boston Celtics in this game. Everybody's probably going to say the Milwaukee Bucks, but I'm going to take the Celtics. Uh, Then we also have the New Orleans Pelicans versus the Tornado Rappers. I will take the New Orleans Pelicans, actually, for the first game. Just because the Tornado Rappers are home, um, well, kind of home. And with it being, like, in a new stadium, not really their home, I don't know how they're going to handle that, at least for the first game. So, in that case, I'll take the Pelicans. Then we have the Atlanta Hawks versus the Chicago Bulls. I will definitely take the Atlanta Hawks, and I'll take them by double digits. Then we have the Oklahoma City Thunder versus the Houston Rockets. Um, If I could, I'd probably take the Oklahoma City Thunder, but I do think that the Rockets are going to win the game because overall they are just the better team. Um, Then we also have the San Antonio Spurs versus the Memphis Grizzlies. I will take the Memphis Grizzlies. Then the Detroit Pistons versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. I will take the Detroit Pistons. Then we have the Sacramento Kings versus the Denver Nuggets. I feel like this might be one of the game of the nights. Um, So I will actually take the Sacramento Kings in this game to shock some of you guys. Then we have the Utah Jazz versus the Portland Trailblazers. I'll go with the Portland Trailblazers. Then we have the Dallas Mavericks versus the Phoenix Suns. What a game this is going to be. I remember in the bubble, this was a heck of a game. And unfortunately, I this is this is tough to pick because I like both of these teams this year. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go with the Dallas Mavericks this game. Okay, and then Thursday, there are no games, no Christmas Eve games. But I do have to say the Christmas games, Christmas Day, because those are almost always some of the best games. 
So we have, and there, some of them are also in the afternoon too, so that means you have games all day long. You have the New Orleans Pelicans versus the Miami Heat. I will take the Miami Heat for the win. Then we have the Golden State Warriors versus the Milwaukee Bucks. All I think this is going to be a close game, but I'm going to take Golden State Warriors for the win. Um, and then we have the Brooklyn Nets versus the Boston Celtics. I feel like personally this is going to be probably the best game, and I'm going to take the <laughs> I'm going to take the Boston Celtics. I like the Celtics this year. Then we have the Dallas Mavericks versus the Los Angeles Lakers. I'll go with the Los Angeles Lakers for the win. And then lastly, you have the Los Angeles Clippers versus the Denver Nuggets. And I'll take the Denver Nuggets for the win. Because, well, you know what? I think that the, that the Clippers are going to, I think that they're going to start off really, really strong. Especially because they lost to the Denver Nuggets. Um, and that's what got them out of the playoffs. Um, so in that case, I think they're going to come out strong. But I, I'll take Denver for the win. So there you go, guys. That was episode 45 of the Daughter and Pops podcast. I went over how I think each team is going to do, my standings, my rankings. I'm stoked for the NBA to start back up. This is going to be a season like no other without the fans. Um, I really do wish that there were fans because I'd go, I'd definitely go and watch watch as many games as I could. Uh, but I know that we'll, we'll all be watching from home. So, again, it's going to be a season like no other. I'm really excited for it to start back up. You also have the Christmas Day game, so I'm really excited for Christmas. Um, so, yeah, happy or merry early Christmas, everybody. That wraps up episode 45 of the Daughter and Pops podcast. <laughs>